Okay, we're live on a Friday. What better thing to do than spice up your weekend? And we're with our friend, Chef Harold Sims at the Spice yeah. Guy. Yep, yep. We're going to refine a little spice recipe. Okay, so you may recognize this face and your son, Miles. These guys are great Colorado guys, and you were in a series. That I love it now. I am hooked, but cooked with cannabis. You Correct. were on it. Correct. All right, fantastic. You may know from that. We're going to go in, and we're going to kind of, uh, I don't know, get our spice game going right yeah. now. Let's do it. Mix. Okay, the spice guy should be waiting for us in here. Here we go, Miles. Come on, brothers. Let's go. There he is, Zach Johnson, the spice guy. Boys, welcome to the Spice Guy. How we doing? Uh, really well, man. Okay. If this is your first time looking inside the Spice Guy, this is the blend bar. Yeah. Let's go over to the blend bar here. First of all, the Spice Guy, we are here because Chef Harold has an idea to refine a spice blend recipe. Yes, I do. Okay. What's your idea, Harold? So I was kind of going for like a Central African, Central Northern African spice mix. Uh, I've done it a lot at home, but I think it'd be great here because I know you have all these the top quality ingredients and you have such a diverse mixture. So I would love for you to help me refine the recipe. Yeah, totally. And that's like kind of the advantage of coming in is that we have a ton of ingredients that like most restaurant kitchens don't even have, uh, you know, something like over 1300 ingredients in house. So we're ready to make it weird and take it kind of from being like really good at your house to being amazing in your restaurant. Awesome. This is not the first time you've done this. Chefs come in. This is exactly what the blend bar is for. Get your recipe. There's chefs around town here locally that have their own blends, and you put them together for them. Yeah, tons of it. Probably more than we should. But we take care of it all. And, uh, yeah, Brunson frequents the bar pretty often to get everything rolling for River Bear. So... Just kind of a place to come and do R&D. It's super quick. It's super easy. There's a ton of ingredients. Sort of make it as quick and uh, painless as possible and put some sweet flavors out. Well, let's do it. Miles, you ready to put some spices together? Let's put some spices together. Okay, now when you were on the show the other day, you mentioned that really in Central Africa, it, I said, what spices? You said, if it starts with a C? I'm probably using it. Talk about exactly. that. Exactly. So, yeah, I'd love to steer more towards the warmer spices. Cinnamon, cloves, coriander, cardamom, cumin. Uh, anything, like I said, starts with C is usually kind of in my wheelhouse. But in this also we're going to do a little bit of sumac. We're going to make it a little bit sexier. A um, few more things that we're going to throw in here uh, with the help of Zach. and get some suggestions and stuff like that. And uh, just start building up. So I'm looking for something that's a little bit sour, a little bit of warmth, a little bit of spice to it. You know what I mean? Here's what's cool about this. If you're enjoying this and Chef Harold Sims with us, we're going to have a blend. We're going to put it together. We're going to get a charity component to it, and we're going to get it out there for you guys to enjoy. And what better than the Spice Guy to help us with this project? Okay, go ahead, gents. All right, cool. So to, like, start with the blackening thing, always for, like, that Central African stuff, like you're saying, everything in the seas. So I always try to go, like, earth first. So we would be doing, like, coriander and cumin first to sort of awesome. give us that, like, really nice base. Cool. Um, and then like from there we start adding in the other elements, right? Like the cardamom and the cloves and the cinnamon can be super overbearing if you do it in too much or in the wrong place. Uh, so we wanna just make sure that we get our first earth tone down and then we probably wanna end with more of that sumac taste. So like when we do blends, we always talk about it in a way of a roller coaster flavor profile so you want to have like a really big first flavor come down from that have like a nice second wave and then like one more thing going on the end mm -hmm. and usually the thing on the end is either like heat or salt 
is like what finishes for you. So that's kind of like my philosophy on how to go about all this. Wow, thing. I love that. Okay, so build the base first, right? Build the base first, yeah. So we've got some coriander uh, that we pre-ground here. Now, is this scientific? Are we going to write anything down, or are we just going, is this how spices work? You could do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, or what's your method, Zach? How do you put So, like, we used to be totally just, like, run and gun and get to a point where it was really good, but you have to go back and do it all over yep. again. Yeah, so at this point, like, yeah, everything happens on a scale in grams, into a computer, into the program, and, like, it's done. Like, we can make the nutritional panels, like, right out of there, super fast and easy. And then consistency. And then it's consistent for the rest of time. Like, yeah, we've, you know, there is some art to it still. Like, you're you're doing the art part yeah. as you're going, but, like, we need the science. But that's the thing about home blends, right, Harold? Right. You're doing a little bit of this to exactly. taste, right? Exactly. So it'd be kind of cool to have just the Harold blend down. Right. So I know from now on people kind of, when they taste this at home, they know what they're expecting. Okay. And, and so they're the same thing every time. And I think consistency, like you said, is key, especially when it comes to a restaurant setting or anytime somebody's ordering something, they want the same things they enjoyed it the first time, right? And you always want to go back to that. Yeah, exactly. And that's like what that's the big advantage of the Spice Guy in the restaurant industry is you've worked at a hundred places where every single person that works there is a way better chef than you, despite the fact that you're the chef. Exactly. So when they open the recipe book to make this African blackening blend, you know, maybe they're thinking, Well, this would actually be better if it had, you know, whatever other chili that's on your shelf or more salt or more you know, what a Every single person is yep. Gordon Ramsay in their own mind. <laughs> Truly. Right. Yeah. And no. it's not like a knock on line cooks. Like, right. I did it my entire line cook career. If yeah, it's just not your blend. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not your thing. And, right. you know, it's like, well, I'm just trying to make the restaurant the best that it could possibly be. And it's like, well, that's great. But, like, right. there's a reason that it's my restaurant. Um, exactly. And that's, like, sort of what people get with us. And, you know, it started off in the mountains in Breck. Every single chef was you know, just getting frustrated with people and the talent level definitely isn't as high up there just because most people are there to ski, not cook. Whereas in Denver, people are, you know, they live their lives around this this industry to cook and they're, you know, lifelong diehard line cooks that are going ahead and, you know, changing up your stuff. But once you get all that stuff dialed in, we're good to go. Okay, so are you are you hip with what's happening so far? Yeah, so I've seen that he's throwing in the, the cumin so far. Uh, and you said that you had coriander. Yeah, we had coriander pre-ground awesome. cool. pre-ground in there. Cool. Um, so then from there, generally I would go into like cardamomville, cinnamon. Now, Chef, are you feeling this? Or do you mind yeah. when chefs interrupt you or say, hey, listen. No, like I, I want to know. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, it's his idea. Sure. And all I'm going to do is, like, help bring it to life. Right. So, like, a lot of people will even come in and like they'll drive and i'll just hang out in yeah because you don't want to be that breckenridge yeah. kid in the kitchen no, changing no. So up you, the recipe yeah, yeah, right? yeah like if right. yeah so i'll just you know i'll just get the ingredients for you sorry you breckenridge kind of kids in there. the kitchen so we're we're half and half on cumin and coriander at the moment um so if you want to start ripping you are more than welcome cool. and so which one do we have here so this is the ground cloves now cloves boy those are i mean you got to be careful with the clove right totally because it could be just a clove yeah at the end of the day it could be just like that overpowering and you're at like 14 grams in the total there just as a just as a heads up so seven and seven right now so far uh i want more cumin the coriander has like a super floral oh i thought you went half and half on that no i went like uh there we go. Closer to like nine and five or nine and six. Okay, um, so that's the clove. Yeah. 
Let's put wine on that. I love this. This is just, and I have my own that I want to get done. Jay's got his. I think everybody really has their own blend. Now, are, is this for the home consumer though, or do you have to buy a lot if you're going to get Zach? To no, do totally. It? Like we people come in yeah. all the time, and we hang out, and so, you know, people will say, "Oh, I want to make a yeah, so go ahead and a whatever this. blend," and here it is. Like we had people in this week from Chicago. They have their own spice company and we're their co-packer right. and they came to do like 25 more SKUs for their line. So we spent two days in here just ripping blends all day. Have you been to Harold Chef? Chef Harold's yes. here with us. Have you been to a blend bar like this? Uh, I haven't. Uh, not since, I mean, restaurants, you know what I'm saying? It's the closest you kind of get to it when you're inside a restaurant uh, and you're just kind of making a big blatch of blend is something you know so you can kind of apply it to rest recipes uh but yeah no this is uh this is my dream okay tell me what you're putting together right. right now so i just went with my seeds i went with one gram each of the uh cl ground cloves one gram of the cardamom and then half a gram of the cinnamon uh, just because i think the cinnamon does have a tendency to make it a little too sweet kind of in the in the flavor uh -huh. profile um so i just kind of wanted to do that here uh in a second i think thanks I for the help miles that was cool. <laughs> over there mixing that kind of seeing where we are and i think i also wanted to go to smoke paprika to kind of add a little bit of smoke yeah juice. totally so we do like the smoke sweet but if you're worried about sweet going we yeah. also have the hungarian hot version of that so yeah. it's kind of like just a you thing and a lot of times like this is the coolest part where it's like all right, well, you should taste the difference of these side by side because there's not a lot of restaurants that are using the smoked sweet paprika. It's almost right. always the smoked hot. Right. So this is the hot. And you get all the same attributes out of the sweet, except for there's like not that right. lingering heat to sort of take over, which is maybe something that you want because you're going that like blackening route. Right. But a lot of times we do some kind of combination okay. of these two and just end up in a place where we're happy with not being overpowered in terms of like some smoke heat flavor. Mm. So, so with me, I just love the, right. just the paprika. Sure. You got that? Of course. Okay. All right. So I think I, I like your idea of kind of going with a mix of both. Yeah, right? cool. So then just rip those in and you just kind of be the driver of nice. cool, cool. of your world here. And yeah, sort of like the cool thing about here is like I keep saying, like we have tons of these different ingredients. So, you know, inside the wall, it's butter powder. We've got Aleppo flakes. It's like a Syrian Aleppo that we work with a single dude to send it all over here. Um, there's Parmesan powder. There's Szechuan peppercorns. There's a few different kinds of sugars, some more processed than others. Uh, you know, we've got six or seven peppercorns in here, uh, hatch green chili powder. Mm -hmm. There's sort of like this whole gamut of ingredients that most people don't even know necessarily exist. Like, you know, your honey powders and your Worcestershire powder, your soy sauce powder, um, you know, all the citrus powders to sort mm -hmm. of make your blend. Come is, is there a lime powder? There is. Yes, chef. All right. Actually, that's a. I think that's a great question because I was going kind of for like a little bit of sour. So I think right, but the last one before uh, we go for the sumac will be just a little bit of lime. Yeah, I think yeah. like lime works really well. A lot of times, in place of the lime or in addition to the lime, we'll do a, like a, just a shot of citric acid. Okay. Cool. Just like a little bit to like really turn it on, and it's in your seas there. Um, right Hey, and just kind of like that one a little it's bit a goes a lot yeah That's like it. literally like you know, 10 granules is gonna like turn that whole thing on. really kind of something like that yeah that like you will literally feel the difference in that huh. that's interesting 
know? Yeah, so we're in, like, when we're doing full-size blends, everything is, like, more percentage-based for how we're looking at it. So on the percentage base of citric acid, like we're usually in like half a percent, one percent at the most, and now sort of like bring it all to life. And that's for mm. something like a lemon pepper or something that you're like really trying to turn up. Gotcha. The How do you remember all this? Dude, this is ingrained, baby. <laughs> this is in your. This is going through the Zach calculator in your head. Yeah. yeah. And then the other cool thing that we like to do a lot is to take some of the salts that you're going to use and mm. soak them in the lime juice okay so to give it like because the lime juice powder is really cool but it's a maltodextrin base so it right. ends up like giving you kind of like a film of powder gotcha. yeah and a lot of people like just aren't into that so we'll take this salt and sort of turn that either with like a lime oil or just like an actual real lime just based wow. on like shelf life really for what we're going for um so a lot of times it'll be like a lime oil extract and we'll just chuck that in in the salt, blitz all the salt, and then roll from there. Nice. On the right track so far, Chef? I think so. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and tear it out and then start doing uh, the sumac, yeah? Cool, yeah. Right. What's then, the question? Do we have a question? He's got so many. We can we can take a question. Do you have a question right. for your dad? He's like, why are we still yeah, here? Yeah, what's lunch? How much what's longer? for lunch? So if the 20 is, if the gram, 20 grams is so high, what do you think about weight that I should go for the sumac if I want to make this a really heavy sumac blend? I'm like a 25% person, so yeah. About five. yeah, we're in that like five range. Um, and I'm like, I love the sumac. I think a lot of people haven't really discovered it. It's one that like New York and Chicago have really discovered sumac and like right. the Zatar and like using right. it all the way. Uh, mm. And I always say like Denver's about like two or three years behind what the trend in New York City is. Okay. Um, and so I think like sumac and Zatar will be some of these ones that like we really start to see a lot of in our market. Yeah. So it's fun to be on the beginning of that curve and sort of like, you know, set that trend. And then everybody thinks Harold's the guy because he's right. been doing this forever, but it's here now. Right. Well, sumac's so, interesting. Isn't it a weed? Uh, it's a berry. berry. Yeah. Uh, wait, it's what? It's a berry. It's because uh, sumac, as a, as a kid growing up, sumacs used to come up in the yard. Oh, yeah. And then you get you an itch. Well, <laughs> do I mix this now? Yes, sir. Huh? And it's kind of just like same as the restaurant. Like I just usually pick it up and give her, cool. give her the shakes. And then from here, I kind of want to decide whether or not I need to go more sumac. Cause I'm thinking I might. Yeah. So this is like generally where we would start tasting and like trying to get it dialed in from here, gotcha. and going. You know what? Does it need more heat? Does it need less heat? Are we missing salt? Do we want to have like a little bit more of that acid zip? And then sort of, you know. Are, do we want it sweeter? If we want it sweeter, we can use a couple different kinds of sugar or processes gotcha. to get to there. Um, now, what's the business side of this? I'm always curious about that. So you come in, you get a blend done. A lot of people are saying, it, you know how people are, especially guys that do barbecue. You know, they're oh, like, yeah. this is. I got the best one. Uh, and I don't want anybody knowing about it. You know, I barely want you knowing about it, Zach. What do you do with that when people want secrecy and privacy and then they want to have this for sale and distribution? What's the process through that? Yeah, so generally, like, the first thing you do before you even get here is we'll email you an NDA, and you have to sign it before we'll really, like, have any kind of conversation about your blend or our processes or really anything to do with the business aspect of it. And then from there, we just kind of rip and... You know, it's gotta, there's got to be a lot of trust on both sides. And people, you know, people get sketched out about giving their recipes over because it's their baby, and they've maybe worked on it for years even to get it to where it is. And sort of what we always say is, like, dude, we, 
we have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of recipes. And, you know, if, if we're going to steal your thing, you're already doing it. We've got to catch up to you, pass you. And the same for us. Like, we're really open about white labeling. Like, when we give you your white label, we're, you can have m almost the recipe. Uh, we'll give you the proportions. We'll give you everything. Um, and people, you know, we have a lot of people say, like, aren't you worried that somebody will overtake you or do this better than you do it? I'm not super worried about yeah. that. Well, it's interesting. And as her, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, you know light yours uh, uh, more than I do. Bang that, that one. Close it and bang it. That gotcha. maple it's, sugar. It's really this end part, right? These tweaks that Harold's doing right now is what really sets the re really the ownership of the recipe. That's the real proprietary um, type of thing. Because a lot of these bases, a lot of chefs kind of do the same thing. Totally. But the tweaks, like what Harold's do. This is the secret stuff, Jay. Well, they don't this film like, this stuff right here. And what people like, you know, fail to realize is spices is the second oldest profession or selling spices is the second oldest profession in the world. And so th it's going to be pretty difficult to reinvent the wheel from a spice blend standpoint. And that's not to say that it can't be done or that things can't be improved upon. But I don't think anybody's coming up with something that's knocking people's socks off in a way that's this never This might been be it right before. here. This might be it. And it very well could be. This could be it. But you go to you go to Central Africa, right? And we're we're gonna find something like this, and like not a knock on Harold, but like we're gonna find somebody's grandma that does mm -hmm. it a thousand times better than yep. any of us could ever do it, because Love one, it. like you're at the source of the ingredient, and two, this is like this woman's lifelong journey to make this one dish. That's right. Now, Harold, you might have this bomb blend that you're putting together here, but what are you going to use it for? So with a blend like this, I would definitely use it for proteins, right? And so it would be something I would kind of put on a protein, especially with a little bit of the sugar in there. So when I sear it, it will get a little bit of stickiness, a little like caramelization on that. Um, and honestly, I would love to see this on something like a brisket. You know what I mean? I think this would be really good for barbecue, but I'm going to use it probably a lot more for blackening. Blackening fish, blackening steaks, stuff like that. You know All right, I mean? your Instagram is Harold for hire. Yes. All right, follow his Instagram. I want to challenge you to use this this weekend at some point on a piece <laughs> of protein. Can you do that? Is your weekend mm -hmm. allow that? And then put um, it on your Instagram. I'll be back next weekend, right, and I'll be able to weekend. do that. Yep. Keep an eye on Harold for hire. What do you think so far, Chef? Um, getting there. You have an extra spoon. Yeah, so like sweetness is there, mm -hmm. and now we just need to like find that balance. Right. Right. So we've got like all the earth and it's like finishing super well right they're just like we need that middle base right so a lot of times like that is just salt to like carry you from your you don't first like it flavor to your second Mouth flavor doesn't like it. and it won't like really finish terribly different mm. and it's like we're talking like five percent salt okay. or some like really low number and then how you were talking about with the sugar what we like to use a lot of here is the dehydrated brown sugar cool. so it's a brownulated product um, the advantage is like never ever cakes up, so you never have your brown sugar base blend turn right. into this like brick of nonsense in your cupboard, which is like right. Greg's mom brought me probably like fifty spice blends. She brought all, she brought her spice cabinet to you. She brought literally four bags, <laughs> four huge shopping bags of spices, and she was like, "What should I do with these?" <laughs> Throw them away, right? What? Yeah, do you so do? we chucked them all. Yeah. Now we there was some that were like so vintage. The packaging was so vintage that we kept it because it was so cool. Do you, 
She kept it. I gave it <laughs> she to her. She's like, What's this she is probably do? worth something. And she said, I'm going to give it to Greg's sister because I like her better. <laughs> nice. That's not bad. All right. So what are you doing now, Chef? You've had the initial taste and now you're... Right. So just like Zach was saying, we're kind of going to want to go for that rounding out that middle ground. Yeah, on a second, bite. Rounding out that middle ground. So what I did was the granulated brown sugar, dehydrated brown sugar, uh, and then a little bit of sea salt just to finish that off. And I think we'll be getting pretty dang on close here. Now, what do you do if you're just, you're like, man, that wasn't it. I need to start you gotta, over. Yeah, there's times where you got to start over. And it's like, you know, you can push it and push it and push it and push it, but sometimes you're just, like, going the wrong direction. And with, right. with some of these ingredients, like, if you go the wrong direction with cardamom, like, dude, it's, it's over. Like, that's all you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which this one might be a little strong in the cardamom. Um, the, I think the earth might be a little forward, and that's what I'm kind of trying to compensate for now. Um, but, uh, you know starting it's a start yeah and then we just dial in from there and like there you know there's a ton of other stuff to go to sort of bring that middle flavor in um i have to ask you about this one second buddy the midnight toker yeah dude that's like it's about to be the most popular spice blend in colorado what's in it so it's a syrian style barbecue seasoning so it uses a few different Syrian chilies in it. Um, and it was, we sort of started doing it when, like, not necessarily as a refugee project, but, you know, this, it was getting so popular uh, in the news, Syria was, and we just wanted to, like, shine a light on how, how amazing that region actually is compared to, like, what you might see on, like, your Fox or your MSNBC about what they're up to. Um, so kind of just to like shine a, a positive light on a country that's like puts out some really amazing flavors. Uh, so that was the midnight toker and yeah, it was just, uh, I'm down with that. One that I'm out of, I actually need more of is the uh, Korean rub, the Korean red rub. Delicious. Yeah. That one is super fun. So like gochujang base, um, or gochuguru base rather a little bit of smoke back there. And that's mm -hmm. sort of like, you know, we tried it, a Try to mix it up. It's really easy to get a bunch of red uh, flavors in a can. The number one spice. I mean, first of all, can you count salt as a spice? Uh, not necessarily. Right. Um, right. I'm guessing garlic. Wait. The number one that we have? The, it, just number one, sought after. Spice. Black pepper, yeah. I think. If you Black think pepper, about every yeah. single table in the world has True. pepper and salt. Are we there, Chef? Now I have to see. There's more spoons in here as well. Are you going to try this, Miles? Last time around, you weren't really digging that one. Yeah, like super fun. Right. And like how you're saying with brisket, like a lot of times when you're tasting it in the store, you're like, well, it's it's like really forward this, it's really forward that. Right. Yeah. But that's honestly like okay. what you have to go for. Like you have to get it to a point where it's like, almost obnoxiously the flavor that you want so that when you go for this super long cook on brisket or whatever it sort of just makes you know everything round out really well and easy okay do you feel like you're over the target getting close yeah i think i'm getting close no, okay. i feel like that's i feel like that's it right coming to pick up some spices coming to pick up some spices the famous lindita <laughs> lindita what's happening what do you got what do you have for spices that we're working on the yeah. medium it's my medium blend oh, I know medium blend. yes 
Phil and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have the dance. This is like Rich's friend. She's her and Richie go away. Oh, no. oh yeah, we're good. We're good buddies. <laughs> yeah, yes, good buddies. yes, yeah. Buddies, yeah. Um, yeah. So she's she does uh, salsa, like instant salsa, and we've been working on it and trying to get one into more of like a spice shaker. And so Lindita is one of our co-packing clients, yeah. actually. Wow. Uh, How exciting! Really, I'm, I'm so happy. Oh, great. All right. We're live on the Modern Eater right now. Oh, yay. Oh, should I take this off? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lindita. All right. It's, it, let us know how that oh, it works yeah. out. Yeah, looking forward to it. I have a, a couple questions. Mm -hmm. so yeah, totally. No, let's do it. Oh, is it a good time for questions? Do you mind asking a question while we're on microphone? Let's do it. Oh, okay. Is it well, business or is it business related? Or is well, it yeah, it's always business. Right, there you go. No, you He's know, like, I, I don't think... give away the answers. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> well, let's just see if it's spice related. Well, it is. So it's always no, nice. Always. You know, but um, no. Um, but no. My question was, you know, we, you have How different you suppliers, you know, for like the bottles How and that sort of thing. Sure. So I'm really looking at, um, you know, looking at some of your samples that you have, you know, that I can, um, sure. you know, incorporate my 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 product with, because you know, I mean, there's so many other beautiful containers out there, but I know you've got. You've got the best, so... Yeah, yeah, so the container stuff is, like, getting interesting with COVID. It's actually, like, been the bane of our existence for four months. Um, plastics from China have shut down completely. Mm -hmm. And we've historically always bought USA-made packaging. But now everybody in America is buying USA-made packaging. So we have been... We're at the moment waiting for 40,000 jars to finish a project. Um, and it's, like, end of the month. Got to wait even longer for lids. Can we see some of the rest of the process? How are you on time? Hey, I'm You want to walk no, with good. us for a second? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's sure. talk and talk. This is Chef Harold Sims right here. Hi, hey, nice to meet you. here to make a blend as well. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. I think good. it's delicious. And we, we're good on this one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure we liked it. I'll put this stuff away. Don't worry about it. Okay, so making a blend here at the Spice Guy. Yeah. Zach's going to give it a taste, so he puts it in the Zach brain. <laughs> For the yeah. next one, I'll take down the uh, cardamom just a little bit. Yeah, it's like mm. when we come back, we'll yep. just like dial that back. And that's like how we usually finish is like you're in a spreadsheet, all the percentages are there, and then we just say, like, okay, like we know this is good, let's just dial back like 3%, 5%, 10%. And are you roll. working on a name for yours yet? Yes, I'm still thinking of it. Okay. And, uh, I mean, you know, I'm a storyteller, so I'm gonna have to find that's something cool. related. Thank you. All right, Zach, will you show right. us a little? Uh, let's see what's happening. Yeah, let's roll. Okay, cool. Miles, Yay. You coming. Let's go. Let's do it. So this is like our main production room where sort of everything happens. All the blends come in onto the computers. We're checking in like all the lock codes and all the numbers, uh, making sure everything lines up. We've coded all the programs to tell you when you've put the wrong thing in or the right thing. Greg, that's all secretive. Don't take a note of that. Sorry. <laughs> Don't zoom in. Mm. Um, <laughs> Don't zoom in. But yeah, like sort of everything, like this is the brain of this operation and then everything stems out from here. Uh, so yeah, we're putting out like almost 100 or so blends a week out of this room. Um, you know, anything from 25 pounds all the way up to being, you know, we're doing one at the moment that's like a 17,000 pound project. Uh, so yeah, this is kind of that, that room receivables yeah so some receivables and blending all happens back here when jay catches back up wow 
so yeah, from back here, sort of the process, everything comes in through our main door, check it all into the computer system, and then all of it goes into the wall. Uh, we try to get like two, two turns a week out of our wall. So a lot of companies will be buying like an entire pallet of cumin or an entire pallet of black pepper all at the same time. That's not really our game. We try to buy as fresh and as often as possible to sort of keep everything, uh, you know, just rolling. Now so, you're buying from regions all over the world, aren't you? Yep. So, how, I mean, if I was to go over here and look at some of these boxes that just are coming in now. Well, check this out. So like California garlic, for instance, from one of our suppliers. So everything comes with like a two year shelf life, right? So this one is Best Buy September 22. So it's only October 16th. So this was literally processed like two weeks ago. And we'll use all this probably today, this whole 150. Wow. And so things are coming in super fresh and we're keeping them as fresh as possible by doing like more and more and more turns. So we're never buying like the pallet of pepper or the pallet of garlic. Um, you know, for like to sit on it. If we're buying that much, we're going to use it that week. What about sourcing? Are you going to far? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? Do you want to see the ingredients? Yeah. So we do like time traveling. That's what we call it. T H Y M E. Uh, my business partner he's over somewhere here. Uh, we'll, we'll travel quite a bit historically, like four or five times a year to whatever region that we want to find a product from. So yeah, the last two, we were in Nicaragua to find, some turmeric, some ginger. Um, we stumbled on like some really cool coffee products and like some really cool grow processes. Um, so we're doing a little bit more with those guys. And then the trip right before COVID, and, like we got back like on March 1st, um, we were in Oaxaca because we leased two farms in Mexico to grow all of our chilies and some of our other like chili based powder stuff. Uh, one in Baja Peninsula, just right outside of Todos Santos and then another one uh, in Oaxaca to grow sort of our more like southern Mexican chilies. So like chihuacles, uh, pasillas, a few guajillos. And then that northern region will grow more of our de arbols, some chipotle, um, mostly those two for us out of there. Don't you want that job? Just travel and check out spices indigenous to the region. And I was just going to say, um, talking to your microphone, assistance. bring that microphone yeah. right up to you oh. when you talk. If you need an assistant, yeah. um, I. Lindita's I volunteer. Lady. <laughs> you're I'd in. Love to. Yeah, you're in. All right, we've got cool. another spot we can yeah, go so, to as well. Yeah, this is like processing and picking orders and all that jazz. And then, yeah, Friday's our day. We like break the whole shop down because we'll blend about, I don't know, 5,000 pounds or so of flour a week. Wow. Uh, as you can imagine, that sort of goes everywhere. Mm. Um, it's hard to keep all that dust down. So every Friday, we have to do pretty much a full breakdown of that side of our world and then this side is a hundred percent focused on the co-packing part of our business which mm -hmm. we really really turned on uh, at the start of covid we've been sort of working on building it up for almost a year and a half or so and then when covid hit it was like everybody had 90 days time to think about their lives and almost everybody seems to have thought they want to be uh, their own boss and a huge majority of those people seem to want to have a spice company. Uh, so we've been working with, uh, you know, a ton of startups since March, just people getting on it. Um, go ahead and get all their spices done and get, we'll brand it for them. We do a ton of different projects. So 
We just did one for our friends in Mexico, actually. They're called Ava Jane's Kitchen. Their blend just went out right when you got here. It was getting on the truck. Um, so that would be like an idea of how you, you would package for somebody else. Yeah, so we'll just put, you know, sort of all their logos on it, their brand. For Lindita, we do the same thing. She has, uh, like, hangers for the traditional products that she's used. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a cardboard hanger, little baggie. It goes in there. She's got the recipe and all that stuff dialed in. And we're just making the spice component of it and putting it all together. How exciting is that? It's, you know what, it's real exciting. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's working. It's working really well. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is sort of that world. And that's like, I think when people, you know, they have this idea they're going to start this spice company. And a lot of them started in their kitchen, which is fantastic. And then sort of to get to the next level is like, you know, we've spent an you know, insane amount of money. This labeler costs more than my truck. <laughs> it's you know it's just this it's the net getting to that next level which like we finally have made it in 2020 to that next level of co-packing where there's like a handful of automation we can do with the bottles we don't have a automatic bagger yet but you know on the horizon this is great i love seeing the mm -hmm. process but i mean and this is what your yeah your spices no, are gonna I'm go through super grateful yeah and then it's same amazing. thing like all the packaging like you know we've got whatever that is i think probably almost like twenty-five thousand bottles there getting ready to roll for a project for a guy in Atlanta. Uh, so we sort of do it for people all over the place. And that's earlier this week when you called, we had people in from Chicago to do the blend bar. And so a lot of people are just flying in, getting their stuff done in one day, not having to wait around for samples in the mail and all that. And it's, you know, so inexpensive to fly at the moment. We're going to work on a project just in time for the holidays. I don't know whether you know this, but Harold's uber famous. Huh? He's really famous. Oh, well, yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> well, did you know he's a TV guy? And he's nah. going to be sending out pallets of spices like this uh -huh. on his Instagram that's going to have 10 million followers by the end of next year. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that this guy is going to shoot to the moon. He's awesome. a shooting star, very, very talented chef. Chef Harold Sims here with us today with the Spice Guy. We're putting a project together. We're going to get this spice blend ready to go and packaged. Yes. And we're going to send it out to guys that want to have these spices and these blends from these very talented chefs. I'm looking forward to seeing what this collaboration brings. Yeah, me too. This was a cool tour. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. <laughs> I don't know. Any final questions? Nah, I think, uh, I think everything's been covered and everything else we'll talk about eventually. Yeah, we'll get There will be a part out. two. We'll be back because of the next part of this is to give him the final blend, right? And then we tweak it or are we past that? What's the next stage? I think we dialed the blend in. We have the notes taken. Yep. And so next for him is like, we'll just get the labels all put on and packaged up and ready for sale. All right, stand, stay tuned for part two. Miles, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, this is ready to roll. He's definitely ready. Thank you. Hey, no, and good luck. A pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Can't yeah. wait to taste that blend as well. Oh, of course. Give a shout out to your business. Yeah, Lindita Salsa. Lindita Salsa. You can go to linditasalsa.com. I'm also going to be, I also do a cooking show as well. Do you really? So I'm also on YouTube, Lindita's Kitchen. So I'll be watching that tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Lindita's Kitchen. Up. I'm going to try to bring this guy out and maybe we can all cook a little something. Yeah. She Why? does. Tell him about the margarita thing you do. Oh, the margarita. Oh, the jacaritas? Jacaritas. They're called jacaritas. With the... What would... They just jack you up. That's <laughs> all. <laughs>
Because <laughs> say, is this a whiskey one? Is this like Jack? Nope, this, it just Jack's, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah Jack's. We're going to go to her house on Jack Friday. Arita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Arita. We'll show there. It'll be I, fine. I think awesome. that is. We'll do a collaboration. Yep. Thank you, Lindy. I'm going to check out you that bet. channel. And um, I would like some of your salsa with Little Rich's chips. Boom. All right, yeah. That sounds good, too. All right, so for Jay Parker and Chef Harold Sims and Lindita and Zach, I'm Greg Holland back. We'll kick that rock down the road. What do you think, Miles? All right, we'll see you. The Modern Eater Show continues. <laughs>